At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two. I am Brady Cannon live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner, James Salinas, is along via Denver, Colorado, and we have reached the point in the program where we bring in our two friends from Circa Sports, the owner and operator, Mr. Derek Stevens, and his trusty operations manager, Jeffrey Benson. Time to reveal the contest picks as we have hit week 16 the sweat is on. We weren't sure if we were going to make it all the way in Circus Survivor to Christmas. Well, we have. We will get to that momentarily. Good to have you guys here, as always. Merry Christmas to you two gentlemen. And, Jeff, as we always do, let's start with the Circa Millions contest. Uh, this is week two of the final quarter, correct? Uh, week three. Week uh, three. So as we head into week three, uh, currently we have six people uh, who are 10-0. and 0. Uh, So certainly an exciting uh, finish here in the quarterly contest. Uh, And then obviously when you look at the season-long contest, uh, Hannibal Barca, uh, his two uh, top entries uh, continue to pace the field. Uh, They are the leaders in the clubhouse uh, as we kind of round the corner and turn for home. Uh, His first entry is 55-20, a little bit over 73%. And then his second entry is 54-21%. Uh, so right at 72%. So he has a two-and-a-half-point lead uh, on the field and a one-and-a-half-point lead uh, on his uh, second entry. Uh, so certainly a great start for him, uh, and obviously he's hoping to close it out as we go down the stretch. Absolutely incredible season. Uh, you, you wonder if you go back and look at all of his weeks. I don't know if you know or not, but you know if you're hitting 72% on one card and 73 on the other, are a lot of his picks the same week in and week out? You've definitely seen up to this point, you know, it, it's usually four or five are the same. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do in the last couple of weeks in terms of maybe playing some opposites and things like that, but certainly a great uh, start to get up to this point. And now he has, you know, two entries, which he can work with to, to hopefully fend off the field behind him. Yeah, really incredible. Congratulations to him. Three more weeks to go. All right, week 16, the top five consensus picks. And I was just talking to James in the last segment before you guys came on these last two weeks with all this line movement, man. It's uh, the consensus picks, I think, are real interesting. And sometimes it's not hard to guess what they'll be because you have a huge difference in the contest line versus the live market. Yeah, I think you can call them the consensus COVID picks, uh, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Uh, obviously, up to this point in the contest, you know, we. Uh, 
We made it really without a sweat. Uh, obviously, the last two weeks, you know, fortunately, we haven't had games, you know, canceled and, you know, pushed outside the contest week. So fortunate from that regard. But certainly, obviously, a lot of uh, differences in terms of what you're getting, you know, Thursday when we release these at 10 a.m. and obviously, uh, you know, Saturday at 3 p.m. for the deadline. So uh, as you look at week 16, uh, the Bengals minus three, no surprise uh, versus the Ravens. Josh Johnson's going for the Ravens with no Tyler Huntley or Lamar uh, Jackson, uh, that was the number one popu most popular choice this week with uh, 1,344 selections. Uh, the Dolphins pick uh, versus the Saints uh, was number two with 1,336 selections. Working our way down, uh, we have a game tonight. The Cardinals plus one was the third overall choice versus the Colts. That had a total of 1,261 selections. Obviously, we've seen some movement there uh, with no Darius Leonard and obviously some of the O-line uh, out for the Colts. The Bills plus two uh, versus the Patriots was the fourth uh, most popular choice this week with 974 selections. And then last but not least, uh, quite the sweat uh, as we enter uh, almost under five minutes here in the game right now uh, that's playing behind us in the sports book. Uh, the Packers minus seven versus the Browns. That was the fifth most popular choice with 922 selections. Uh, so to recap one more time, Bengals minus three, Dolphins pick, Cardinals plus one, Bills plus two, uh, and the Packers playing right now minus seven, Brady. Uh, James, I find it interesting, and, and Jeff called it, you know, the COVID consensus. It looks to me like three of these five picks are COVID-related. You have number one, the Bengals there with their quarterback situation. The Dolphins, of course, Ian Book will get the start for the New Orleans Saints. And then the Cardinals, the offensive line, Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard on the defensive side. The Bills and the Packers, as far as your top five picks, appear to be the only two that aren't really injury or COVID-related. Yeah, and I think that just speaks to the fact that now where we're at and we know that we, we're down to the last couple of weeks of the Circa Millions contest and information is going to be key, player availability, and we're just seeing continuously, even today, throughout the day, more and more scratches or more and more folks going on to the COVID list. Well, definitely pays to wait and stay away from that Thursday game. Brady, I know that's something I've always done. I think you do that, too. I don't think you rarely play the Thursday game, correct? I know I don't. I've never played any Thursday game because the value of player information is more valuable than just basically 20% of your entry. Yeah, and it seems to be more valuable than ever in this day and age, but you're right. I, I have never played a Thursday game either. You guys know our mutual friend who has had just absolute incredible success in contests, Las Vegas Chris. Uh, just recently uh, tied in the last man standing. That's the second time he's won that contest. He said this was one of the hardest weeks for him to come up with his plays for the contest. And, and it's kind of two weeks in a row what we've seen here. I imagine it's very difficult for you guys in this business on the other side of the counter as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think obviously, you know, the NFL is the most efficient market in the world. Uh, you know, it's very rare where you're going to see an opener move you know, point, two points. Uh, and then obviously in the last couple of weeks here, you know, when you when you look at like the Ravens game, for example, obviously they're without Lamar. Now, no Tyler Huntley who played very well versus the Packers. Uh, and that line goes, you know, from three to say seven and a half. Uh, it was, you know, it was four and a half this morning. But, you know, I, I think you're looking at how many bodies you have left on a lot of these teams. And, you know, COVID hits some of these positional groups and it just ravages them. Um, but, you know, we're seeing, you know, touchdown, you know, point-sized moves uh, in a lot of these games, and it makes it very difficult, uh, you know, as James uh, alluded to. It's an information game, and, you know, we're trying to stay ahead of it on our side of things. Um, but, you know, a lot of times betters get to that news before we uh, were able to move the line. All right, let's take a look at Circa Survivor. We entered week 16 with 16 players remaining in Circa Survivor. And, of course, this is a unique week. It's Christmas week, just like Thanksgiving, where we had three games to choose from, the Thursday game, and then a couple of Saturday contests, uh, three games to choose from for an isolated Christmas week. You have to get through this, and then you have to move on into next week. So uh, a total of 18 weeks in the Circa Survivor contest. Uh, and we already had three people eliminated earlier this week uh, that were on the 49ers on Thursday, correct? Yeah, we had 16 coming in, and uh, only eight of the 16 had uh, the Packers available, which looked like it was going to be the strongest play. And uh, as you can see on the graphic, uh, all eight contestants that had Green Bay available uh, took Green Bay. So that that was really kind of expected. Um, after that, we were we were really kind of wondering how how is this going to play out. Uh, to see that there were um, four contestants that took the Thursday night game, 
three with the 49ers, but one very, very uniquely positioned now contestant took the Titans, put uh, put himself into a heck of a good position, and then the remaining uh, remaining contestants took the Cardinals. So four out of the eight that had that they had the Cardinals available took uh, took Arizona. But uh, you know, Jeff and I were talking. Uh, you know, once uh, once uh, all the picks were in uh, late last night, and we thought, oh my gosh, the the uh, the contestant that had the Titans, boy oh boy, were they in a very unique uh, unique position. Uh, we we were contemplating what's uh, what's a potential hedge, what's the right thing to do. Pretty interesting position to be in. Well, it, was, it was certainly cool because I think you know when you when you look at uh, the counts, in essence, he had a six million dollar free roll on a Cleveland versus to the Colts parlay um, because obviously if both favorites go down he is the solo winner in the contest wow yeah, that, it, no, it could have was, all ended it could have all ended before Christmas it, that that was what was really unique that the the individual that had the Titans became the first person first contestant that could have taken the whole could have put themselves in a position to take the whole six million. Now, if everybody on the Packers and the Cardinals continues on, along with the Titans selection next week, you know, you may never, we may not see that again. Right. But this particular wow. individual was in a position, basically a two-teamer away from sweeping the whole six million. <laughs> wow. And just one other thing to note: uh, obviously, once the games are done today, uh, we will grade them and we will open up a new Survivor contest leg starting at midnight. Uh, and as Derek alluded to earlier, uh, they have a nine-hour window to get their picks in uh, for the Sunday-Monday games uh, by 9 a.m. Okay, very important information. If you could reiterate that once again, Jeff, you will when the games finish up, the Christmas games, you will reopen for the Sunday-Monday slate. And what's the timing and the deadlines there? Yeah, so we will grade the games. We will build the new week for uh, the Survivor Contest. That Survivor uh, week will open tonight at midnight. Uh, and you will have a nine-hour window from midnight to 9 a.m. tomorrow morning uh, to make your picks uh, for Sunday, Monday, uh, if you continue on uh, in Survivor for this week. Well, what do you think, Mr. Salinas? Uh, would your uh, ticker be able to keep up uh, through all this? Well, just thinking about where we're at currently with this Packers game and the fact that Cleveland has got itself right back into this game with four and a half minutes to go. We'll see where we get to this. I think, yeah, when you're talking about $6 million on the line, especially for that one entry, like like uh, the gentleman we're talking about with the Titans right now, what a free roll to be on. You're completely contrarian right now. So much fun when we're talking about Survivor, especially this deep into the season with just a few contestants remaining. Derek, this is your second run at Circa Survivor. Has it been just as fun? Has it been better than last year? Have you, you know, have have you made some improvements that have gone well? How has it been for you? Yeah, I mean, I think this uh, this year, our second year of Circa Survivor has been better. Um, you know, I think um, the fact that there's been more contestants have made it um, longer into the season has been good. I think the way the season played out has been great, and you know, I think. You know, with the NFL's extra week and us adding in Christmas, I think uh, it added the 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 correct amount of strategy for a large pool. So I think uh, I think this thing's played out great. I mean, you know, I can't participate, but my God, the excitement uh, of, of living through this! This is exactly why I wanted to bring Survivor, Circus Survivor to Vegas. Yeah, it, it has been a huge success, and we love talking about it each and every week here on the Pro Football Blitz. Merry Christmas again, gentlemen! Thanks again. Enjoy the games this week. Thanks, Thank Freddy. you. All right, we'll be back with more in just a moment right here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. Welcome back to the program. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you inside the Pro Football Blitz. And we always kind of like to take a look back and react to that uh, reveal segment there with Derek Stevens and Jeffrey Benson going over the top five consensus picks for the Circa Millions. And, of course, the Circa Survivor really becoming a heck of a sweat right now. And hats off to the one contestant that picked the Titans on Thursday night. That was a gutsy, t- uh, gutsy play there, James, as a home dog. And it didn't look good early as San Francisco was really dominating that game. But ultimately, he moves on with the Tennessee Titans, the only player in Circus Survivor to go that route with Tennessee. Well, yep, three on the other side that had the 49ers that, uh, unfortunately for them, are eliminated. And then you've got eight with the Packers and four with the Cardinals. And we knew this week was going to be challenging. Number one, who did you have available? Now, everybody that had the Packers still available out of those 16, there were eight selections that took them. There was the eight players or entries that had them to take. And I think from that standpoint of what we've seen from Cleveland, all the injuries, the COVID issues going on, they're coming on the short week, having to play uh, on Monday night against the 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 Las Vegas Raiders. Like, that was the perfect setup here as far as availability was concerned. But you know, I think we're seeing week in and week out, we know that this is a common theme through injuries and through COVID that teams rally. Now, can they rally for a full 60 minutes? But teams, I think that that brings a team together when they say, look, we've got to step up and next man up, all those good cliches. But ultimately, yes, we've got to stand ourselves up in a team like Cleveland still fighting to try to get into the playoffs. So this is not a laydown spot for Cleveland at all. It was more so just the fact that you just didn't know who was going to be available on such a short week. But in this case here with the Packers playing at home and the Cleveland Browns going on, Brady, you were mentioning this earlier between our segments here during the break that you had mentioned in Point Spread Weekly that maybe from a Packers standpoint, they are the only team that has clinched the division to this point in the NFL that not so much a letdown spot. Would this be kind of an exhale, uh, you know, a, a spot to maybe let your guard down a little bit, especially knowing that the team that you're playing is so decimated through injuries and COVID. If you look at Circa Survivor and what was available for everybody this week, you mentioned everybody that had the Packers available. Eight people had the Packers available, and they all used them. There was two contestants that that was their only choice. They they did not have the Titans or the 49ers or the Colts or the Cardinals, so they had to go with Green Bay here. And then you had, let's see, one, two, uh, let's see, one, two, three. I think you had another four contestants that only had two choices 
And then you had nine contestants that had three different options that they could have used in this Christmas week. So, you know, it, it certainly takes some planning. And when you throw in a Thanksgiving week and a Christmas week, and I thought Derek said it well, when the NFL expanded their season to 17 games, it really opened up this opportunity for this unique little twist where they could throw these little three-game weeks in, so to speak. Of course, Thanksgiving had only three games. Uh, you had to pick a winner out of that little three-game slate, and the same thing here for the Christmas week. Those are isolated weeks for this contest. Um, but, boy, you really have to do some planning, and I think more so than you had to do in the first edition of Circa last year because, as you see here, there's a couple of guys that weren't left with many options coming into Christmas week. Yeah, that's that. And ultimately, that's the challenge. And it's so hard to try to grid this out this deep into the season when you're talking about week one and where will we be come week 16. I mean, I was thinking, of, what, a month ago when Arizona was rolling, I was like, well, that's the no-brainer right there. You got to have the Cardinals because the Colts weren't playing well and the Cardinals were had the best record in football. And we know how quickly things can change in the NFL from a week-to-week league. But you have to leave – well, obviously, you have to leave at least one team remaining, but you want to have options if you can to be able to have at least multiple entries, like you said, or multiple options of teams available to choose from and then be able to make your best decision come game or come the end of the game time. But I think that's the hard part. You're not only going through this on Thursday slash Saturday. If you make it through this, you're going to have to turn right back around and be prepared to have to put your ticker back out there to go through this again come Sunday, Monday. James, I, I know you played in Circus Survivor this year. Uh, first of all, will you, do you plan on playing again next year? And, and if so, would you take a look at the schedule when it comes out for Thanksgiving and Christmas and say, you know, I'd like to try and have uh, as many choices as possible for those two weeks. I think that's maybe a key ingredient as far as strategy going into uh, another Survivor contest. Definitely as far as the, the long-term strategy as opposed to trying to map out, well, who would be week four, week five, week 12, those types of things. Yeah, you know you've only got a handful of teams to be able to select from. Not that you have to save all of those teams, but – I, at least for me, I want to have a, a couple of options because I don't want to just look too far ahead and think, all right, well, Dallas, that's the team. And we, you saw what happened to Dallas on Thanksgiving night. And anybody can beat anybody on any given Sunday. We totally know that. But you want to have more options available just knowing that from where you plan this out to how that might transpire weeks down the road, that probably be the one strategy that you have to have is, yes, for both the, the quirks in the schedule with Thanksgiving and Christmas, you've got to have a couple of those teams and trying to just put those in your back pocket. All right, I'm going to leave a couple of those teams alone, and what do we have to choose from and work from from there? Yeah, I think it gets really difficult if you're just down to one possible choice uh, on those weeks. Really put yourself kind of backs you into a corner if you've got just one option on those isolated holiday weeks. Let's take a look at the top five consensus plays in the Circa Millions. The Cincinnati Bengals, the most popular pick at minus three in the contest. Of course, in the live market, that line is currently up to seven with Josh Johnson now the starting quarterback for the Ravens. The Dolphins at a pick em. Of course, Ian Book will be the starting quarterback for the home team Saints. The uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, this line was, you know, just minus one Colts, minus one Cardinals, pick em, what have you. It didn't really move around too much until the Colts got struck with some injury and COVID news. Darius Leonard and Quentin Nelson on that offensive line. And now the Cardinals in the live market, about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, the Bills, that line really hasn't moved a whole lot all week, uh, catching two or two-and-a-half uh, at the New England Patriots. And then the Packers, minus seven. Uh, looks like that one could go down here with the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, trailing the Packers by just two points. And they do have the ball trying to win this one outright. Any of those picks surprise you at all, James? Not really. You think about just the, the availability with the Bengals and what's happening to the Ravens, for sure. You're talking about line value. That's where you got it. They're now sitting at seven from where it was in the contest at three. Line's got to jump because of all you're down to the third string quarterback there with the Ravens. Same thing with the Saints, not only from the standpoint with the Saints of the really a letdown spot from the huge win that they had last week against Tampa Bay, 
but also not only the COVID issues with the quarterback position, a lot of other issues going on with that roster right now for the New Orleans Saints. I don't think so. I think maybe if anything, it's the Bills and maybe the, the thinking of putting the Bills and they were the fourth overall consensus selection for the Circa Millions. Just feeling like, okay, I know there's a, a couple issues of COVID and injuries going on right now with the new with the New England Patriots, but this is still a Bills team that has to go on the road and have to go win that football game and beat Bill Belichick from what we saw a couple of weeks back. I know it was windy. The weather conditions will not be anywhere close to what we saw there in, in Buffalo on that Monday night contest, but this is still Bill Belichick and this New England Patriots team looking to really put themselves in position to win the AFC East. Brady, how many of us thought they were going to win the AFC East when we were sitting there to begin the season? I, I Definitely, I was not one to buy in to say, I think Bill Belichick is going to be able to right the ship with this team in 2021 to put them in contention to win the AFC East to this standpoint. Well, I'll pat myself uh, on the back a little bit in uh, VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Guide that comes out before the season starts. The Patriots were my pick to win the division, but no, I'm still surprised. I was really kind of trying to be contrarian there, figuring that the Bills would have a little bit of a slip, and I also felt that the Patriots would regress positively after being down so bad in 2020. Uh, but no, I am surprised to definitely see them competing for the division title, basically in a game game that's going to decide it here uh, with the Buffalo Bills on Sunday. The Buffalo Bills wrap up their season hosting the Falcons and the Jets. So if they win this game and they win out uh, through the rest of the season, the regular season, they will be the AFC East champions. And I don't see them having trouble with the Falcons or the Jets. No, and and but if the other side here with the Patriots, it, they, have, they play Jacksonville next week and then finish up at Miami. So not a done deal here for the Bills or for the Patriots to that standpoint because Miami's still fighting to get into the playoffs. Tough schedule here for the Patriots, but as far as who wins that game tomorrow, I like I like where New England stands in that matchup against the Bills on Sunday. And indeed, it will go a long way to determine who the division champ might be. The Buffalo Bills may not even make the playoffs if they lose that game. We'll be back with more in just a moment right here on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, total, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. All right, back to the slate in Week 16 in the NFL. We resume with the Los Angeles Rams visiting the Minnesota Vikings. Certainly a must-win game for Minnesota. They are currently the last team in the NFC playoff dance with the seven seed at 7-7 seven and seven on the season. And right there in their rearview mirror, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New Orleans Saints also at 7-7. Seven and seven. The Rams are tied atop the NFC West with Arizona at 10-4. and four. Los Angeles has won three in a row after dropping three straight, and they finish the season at Baltimore and then back home to, force, uh, to face the 49ers in Week 18. I made this line three in favor of the road team Rams, James. That's where it opened, and that's where it's been for most of the week. My deeper dive came to Rams minus four. <laughs> and Rams minus two and a half. Right now, we're at three with a total of 48 and a half. Should be a good game, James. Your thoughts? Thinking about where the Rams are now, have they fixed themselves? Is this where it is? Well, they got, went through their rough stretch, and now they're they're back to being the Rams team, the favorite in the NFC, one of the favorites to go win the Super Bowl based on all the talent they have and also some of the midseason moves that they were able to make to bolster that talent. But you know, I'm just not a big believer in this Rams team, and I know they've looked impressive the last couple of weeks, but thinking about the Rams now having to go out on the road, and it is going to be a short week. It's actually going to be a short week for both of these teams, for both the Rams and the Minnesota Vikings, who played on Monday and Tuesday, respectively here. Uh, but the Vikings, uh, I, I see why the Rams are favored that way. I'm probably leaning that way with the, the Rams now. They had to move that game from 
from Sunday to Tuesday this past week because of all the COVID issues. And then end up what happened, Seattle ended up having more COVID issues when it came game time than what the Rams did. Couple of guys, looks like the offensive line, Whitworth is, looks like he's still in protocol. He may not play in this contest against the Vikings, but the other side, some issues for the Vikings, in particular with Dalvin Cook being out. He is not going to play in this game. He is in the COVID, COVID protocol here, and I think that's where for a quarterback like Kirk Cousins, and we talk about this for some of these other quarterbacks. We were mentioning that game against San, Fran- San Francisco at Tennessee and how both Tannehill and Jimmy Garoppolo really need that threat of the running game to open up a lot of what they do offensively when it comes to the pass, pass, pass protection schemes as well as the play-action pass and naked boost that they run for those quarterbacks. Cousins is, in my mind, kind of this in the same mold where he needs that running game and he needs a player like Dalvin Cook, how versatile, how tough of a, a running back and what a matchup nightmare he is for so many defenses to have to key on and scheme for one player we're not going to let beat us is Dalvin Cook. Well, he's not going to be there. Now it falls on Kirk Cousins. Now we saw Kirk Cousins on Monday did not perform very well on the road at the Chicago Bears. He really struggled in my mind, and that offensive line in particular is what the struggle was. I mean, Chicago, Hicks was back there all day, really put a good licking on Cousins. He got sacked in that game four times. He did throw. I know he threw two touchdowns and had one interception, but he was just 12 of 24 for 87 yards. Everything was quick, get it, get it, quick hitter, get it out of my hands quickly because that pass rush is coming in. Well, we know the Rams can get after the quarterback. They do have that pass rush, and now without the fact that you're going to have Dalvin Cook to keep those that pass rush on us when it comes to the running game. I know Madison's a good running back too, but it's not Dalvin Cook. That is a big drop off anytime you have Dalvin Cook out of the lineup in that backfield for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to get on board with it here because I think it's going to have to be Cousins that is able to match scores because we know the Rams are going to be efficient. They're going to put some points on the board, not like what Chicago did last week. How much they how how badly the Chicago Bears struggled in the red zone. They moved it just fine between the twenties. Last week on Monday Night Football, Brady, but it was the red zone struggles. Part of that, the Vikings defense, yes, but more so just the ineptitude of that Bears offense to be able to finish off drives and put the ball in the end zone. Not going to have the same issue with this Rams offense here. I lean towards the Rams in this matchup, but I haven't made a play as of yet. Yeah, you know, I think it kind of feels like a good spot for the Vikings, but I can't get there. I, I I don't like the fact that Dalvin Cook is not going to play. Now, I do like Alexander Madison. I, I think he's an excellent backup. But, I, you know, you talk about that win on Monday night for the Vikings, and maybe it looked impressive on the scoreboard and how many times they stopped him in the red zone. But that was really more of a case than of Chicago just being incredibly inept. Boy, did they look awful. Uh, I, I just don't trust this Vikings team to all of a sudden come out with another effort like we've seen them do a number of times against the Ravens. I mean, this Vikings team is pretty decent, but uh, I, I couldn't get there either way with this game. Uh, James, what do you think about possibly playing under the rushing totals as far as a prop bet? Some of these running backs that played on Tuesday, you brought up the fact that uh, the Rams are on a short week here. What about playing Sony Michelle under his rushing total? Well, and Sony Michelle is the Rams are not a team that wants to commit to running the football. This is a team that it's really a soft, it's a pass blocking offensive line. This is not a power set offensive line. That's not what they're there. These guys are constantly on their heels as opposed they're on their toes looking to road grade somebody. So as far as Sony Michelle is concerned, I think that's where you got to look at how are the Mac matchups going to dictate what this offense is going to look like. I think it's real clear with the LA Rams that, Sony Michelle, regardless of who's even the running back, it's just this is not who they are. They didn't bring in Matthew Stafford to hand the football off consistently. They brought him in to sling the football here, and that's what they're doing. And Cooper Cup, what an amazing season Cup is having, and now OBJ getting more and more acclimated to what Sean McVay wants to do, and McVay finding some creative schemes to 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 appease OBJ for one, but also utilize his talents in that passing game. I think for the Rams here, I just don't see a whole lot of commitment to rushing the football, whether it be Sony Michelle or I know Cam Akers eventually will be back out on that uh, on the field for the Rams. I think as far as rushing the football, I think anytime we're talking about the LA Rams, more times than not, it's going to be a game where I, or a prop where I'd say I got to take the under. There's not going to be a spot where I want to go over because they just don't commit to running the football. The other running backs that were in action on Tuesday, Antonio Gibson for the Washington football team, also Miles uh, Sanders and Jordan Howard. For the Philadelphia Eagles, maybe take a look at their rushing propositions. 
Uh, the game of the day, James, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Jets. What a dandy. The 2-12 and 12 Jaguars in East Rutherford, New Jersey, to face the 3-11 and 11 Jets. And really about the only thing on the line here is draft pick positioning between these two teams. The Jets and the Texans have each won three games this season, Jacksonville and Detroit, both with two wins on the year. It was tough to make a favorite in this game, but I did end up making the Jets a one-point favorite, James. My numbers, both sets of them, came to pick them. It opened up Jets minus three, and it came down uh, quite a bit after news broke this uh, week that Robert Sala, the head coach, and a number of players uh, were exposed to COVID and what have you. Uh, then the line ticked back up a little bit. Now, currently, we are at Jets minus two. I have a feeling you're going to be avoiding this one, Mr. Salinas. Yes? <laughs> I, uh, yes, yeah, that one's we're, we're talking about this is the day after Christmas sale, right, where you're looking in the bargain bin for things that didn't get that work purchased prior to Christmas well this is a game that should have been flexed off the schedule you're playing just like you said for draft positioning but I think as far as where the Jaguars are right now as an organization versus where the Jets are Robert Sala yeah he's not going to be there due to COVID issues he will not be on the sideline but this is a team that's looking to go north and I think they're trying to build a winning culture there the Jaguars this is a lame duck coaching staff right now now the fact that you don't have Urban Meyer there anymore, what is the status with the rest of this coaching staff going forward? They've got to be thinking about what do their jobs look like come in the offseason. Am I even going to be here? Most likely probably not because, you know, anytime they hire a new head coach, they're going to bring their own staffers with them. So these are guys that are looking looking ahead. What is, where am I going to be at in 2022? Not only for the coaching staff, but also with the players that are left that are available for this game for the Jaguars. A couple of key players to note that will not be out there. And it's hard to look at this Jaguars roster and feel like, wow, these are some key players that aren't playing because they don't have much talent. But Josh Allen is not going to be playing. He is by far their best pass rusher. He is their most aggressive. He's their best defender by far for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He will not be playing in this contest due to due to COVID. LaVishka Chenault will not be there on the offensive side. This is a team that already was really thin at the receiver position. He's not going to be there either. Uh, the only concern I have here with it's not going to be I'm, I'm not probably not going to play this year, Brady. But if I do, it would be the Jets or nothing. But I have concerns just looking at they have 14 players right now on the COVID reserve. This is just a team that yeah, they're trying to trend forward. They competed last week against the Miami Dolphins, but they can't sustain that for 60 minutes. But they did give a great effort last week. I don't know. Do we see much of an effort? I thought all the talk was the Jaguars are going to give a great effort now that the, the Wicked Witch of the East is gone there in Urban <laughs> Meyer and come up totally flat and got hammered by the Houston Texans. I don't want anything to do with the Jaguars. I'm going to pass on this bargain. They should flex this game out. I'll pass on the, the, the day after Christmas sale. No bet for me on this game. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I could only go Jets, but this is a pass for me. The Jaguars have scored 17 or fewer points in their last eight games. Rookie quarterback Trevor Lawrence in his last eight games, two touchdown passes and six interceptions. He has passed for under 200 yards in six of those eight games. The Jets are 2-5 and five straight up at home this year. Jacksonville 0-6 straight up on the road and 0-8 straight up on the road last season. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to vcin.com slash podcasts and get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, plus we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, and Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all for free, available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. You can also listen to this one for free afterwards when we're done here. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you, breaking down Week 16 in the NFL. And, James, we've gotten to the portion of the program where we go over some of our best bets. And just looking at the list here, it it seems like you and I have had a number of times, I'd like to know the record here, where I'm on a team – uh, tease to a certain number of points and you're on that team on the money line or, or the traditional spread and we could basically middle the game. I wonder how many times we've actually hit that. Quite a few times, I think. It feels <laughs> like, especially on Sunday nights, we get a lot of action going on Sunday nights. May not always be on the best bet segment, but we definitely get involved. I know I've gotten involved in a lot of Sunday nights and feel like we're both coming out winners, whether it be you're on the teaser leg and I'm coming on that dog side or that money line side, like you said. All right, well, let's talk about where we have that uh, case this week. Uh, you were on the Patriots, one of your best bets, the Patriots laying two points at home, hosting the Buffalo Bills, and I am on a two-team six-point teaser, uh, took the Bills up to plus eight and a half with the Broncos plus seven, and oddly enough, you're also on the Raiders at a pick em. So uh, we're kind of oppo there, but obviously uh, a much different swing in points. Thinking about the Buffalo Bills and the Patriots now rematched from just a couple of weeks back and from that Monday night football game, that win with the Patriots and all the talk about the weather and the fact that the Patriots only threw the football three times. That's the beauty of what the the Patriots do is they'll play to, they'll take away their opponent's strength, play to their weakness. And also in this case here, they play to the elements. Didn't want to put Mac Jones in that position going on the road, big game going on the road on under the lights on Monday night in Buffalo with the weather the way that it was throwing the football around. We're going to line up. We've got a better offensive line than your defensive front, and we're going to pound it. So if you can stop us, stop us. And for the most part, obviously, it wasn't a high-scoring game, so it wasn't like they, the Patriots were able to just dominate for four quarters at the line of scrimmage, but they did what they needed to do, rushing the football. Are we going to see the same thing here? I don't think so. I think the fact that Mac Jones... Yeah, last week on the road at Indy, that was probably his toughest spot where he struggled early in that early in that game, in particular for the majority of the first half. It was a big spot for him to have to go there into into Indy and play on the road on that Saturday night, but performed very well in the second half. But Patriots were beat up and banged up in that game. Thinking about the running back position, Damian Harris was not in that game. Well, he was limited in practice all this week, but reports are that he was bouncing around on Friday at practice, very vocal, very animated, very fired up. So it sounds like he's going to be a go for this matchup here. And I think on the other side, 
Both teams have some COVID issues, but the Bills have some significant COVID issues at the receiver position. We know Beasley's going to be out, as well as Gabriel Davis. He had been coming on. He had four touchdowns the last three games and really taking care of Sanders' spot. Sanders should be back this week, but he's not at 100%. I just don't like the Bills going into this matchup. The offensive line has some COVID issues, too. You're going to tell me that the Bills are going on the road, and they're going to be able to, in a sense, here with the Patriots just laying two. I just need the Patriots, in a sense, in a, as a coin flip game to win by a field goal. I think that's where I like it here. I like the Patriots be able to win this game cover that small number at home and bill belichick may have a completely different game plan going into this matchup i feel a little bit like the patriots were finally exposed a little bit by the colts in that game if you look at their winning streak when they had won seven games in a row they weren't really beating up on big time outfits of course when they have faced some really good teams earlier this season they lost to the tampa bay buccaneers they lost to the new orleans saints and they lost to the dallas cowboys and I think the Bills certainly are an elite team. And that was a very weird situation and a masterful game plan by Bill Belichick to go up there in that windstorm and take out Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in round one of this divisional matchup. But I feel like the Bills will get some revenge here. And, and I hear you loud and clear what you're talking about with some of the, the missing pieces on the offensive line and wide receiver and whatnot. I think maybe though that uh, it it was a little bit of truth serum about the New England Patriots. I don't know if they're as good as their seven-game win streak looked, uh, and I certainly don't think they're as bad as what they looked like in that loss to the Colts as well. Nevertheless, James, again, we can both be right here. I don't think either team's winning this game by nine points. No, I don't think so either. So as far as your teaser spot is concerned, because the Patriots are not a team that are they're not going to put up a lot of points. So this isn't a team that's going to blow you out. If they blow you out, it's because their defense is holding you down. The Bills are going to be able to score some points. The, the weather is not going to be anywhere. It's going to be typical New England weather, but it's not going to be very windy there. It'll be less than 10 miles an hour. Will the wind factor be? And it's going to be in the low 30s. So perfect, perfect hitting weather. Great football weather. Weather is not going to impact this game. I just feel like here, the coaching acumen for one for the Patriots will impact this game. We'll see a, a different we will definitely see a different kind of not maybe not so much the offense they're not they're going to throw it more than three times here but keep in mind here this too think about last week against the Colts and that game-winning touchdown that really sealed the deal that big breakoff run that Jonathan Taylor had well Jawan Bentley went out early he that was his spot to make that play he went out early in that game was lost in the first quarter he has practiced all week he'll be back for this game here he was sorely missing that fourth quarter on that big run but also Kyle Duggar that's their safety they play he's a box safety they bring him down he's their leading tackler he was the one that was ejected getting in the fight last week he's feisty he's ready to compete he did not play in that game against the buffalo bills he is active and will be ready to go no suspension or anything like that just getting the fine from that ejection that he had last week getting in the fight against the colts he will be on the field in this matchup think about the bills on the other side too star luatelli really in the middle the anchor in that run defense for the buffalo bills which not a good run defense to begin with luatelli will not be active for this game against the patriots yeah that one worries me because of course that uh, feeds right into that very good running game of the New England Patriots. Let's talk about your other best bet, and that is the Raiders here at home at Allegiant Stadium in a pick'em game uh, looking for a season sweep in the division of their own are the Las Vegas Raiders as the Denver Broncos come to town. Uh, this line's pretty much been at pick'em all week. Uh, Circus Sports did move to the Broncos minus one. We've seen Raiders minus one. It's been in that window all week long. And again, I'm on the other side as far as a teaser with the Broncos tease up to plus seven. Uh, make your case for the Raiders, Mr. Salinas. Case for the Raiders is more so they're playing their opponent who they're playing in particular at the quarterback spot for the Denver Broncos. It's Drew Locke. He's going to get the start. Teddy Bridgewater is out with that concussion that he sustained last week against the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's where it ends for me. Drew Locke, they don't want him on the field. That coaching staff does... Ultimately, that coaching staff has no faith in Drew Locke to be a playmaker and be a winner for that team. They gave him every opportunity as a, as a high draft choice a couple of years ago to be the leader of this team. They think he's immature. They think he's really uh, sort of an entitled, spoiled kid. He has his mama going out last year, putting out tweets to try to validate and really throw the coaches under the bus. Well, that's just a veteran coaching staff. They didn't appreciate that. They don't appreciate the fact that Drew Locke has to take over in this spot. And you think about some of the public comments that came out from this coaching staff in particular, uh, in particular with the head coach saying basically, 
I don't care what Drew Locke does this week. When Teddy Bridgewater is back healthy, he is our starting quarterback. There is nothing Drew Locke can do that is going to change my mind that he is going to be the starting quarterback for not due to injury for our Denver Broncos team going forward. Well, that doesn't that's not a if you ever heard a vote of confidence, that's a talk about a lack of confidence in a quarterback in this position. It's all on Drew Locke to have to get out there and make plays. And I know what the Raiders this is not a good defense for the Raiders. It's number of injuries. Perryman will be back this week. They've missed him the last couple of weeks, leading tackler at the linebacker spot for the Raiders. But this is for me, this is a vote. This is a bet against Drew Locke here. This is a this is a player that not only the coaching staff doesn't trust, his teammates are not inspired by his lack of competitiveness and leadership out there on the field. I don't disagree with any of that, and certainly Drew Locke and the Broncos would not be a team I would be betting on week in and week out if he was their quarterback. But I think for this one week, it's a spot uh, where maybe some of that uh, past history with Drew Locke will not necessarily surface. And I think the Broncos are a better team than the Raiders, and the Raiders also, without Darren Waller, that really handcuffs that offense a little bit. If you look at the running game, you and I both like the tag team of Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. They are a top-10 rushing attack. The Raiders are 26th in the league in defending the run. Also, the Denver Broncos are a top-10 defense in defending the run. We know how good their secondary is. If you can force the Raiders to be one-dimensional and go against that pass defense, uh, I don't like Las Vegas's chances in that regard. And again, a top-10 run defense, and the Raiders have no running game. I think they're around 26th or 29th in the NFL as far as offensive rushing attacks. So it feels to me, and and I hear you loud and clear about Drew Locke, but it seems like there are so many other components to this Denver Broncos team that can put a shutdown on the Raiders that I think they'll win the ballgame. I, I think about the Denver perspective, too. After that loss a few weeks ago on Sunday Night Football at the Chiefs, they said, we've got to win out. We still have our playoffs in front of us. We've got to win out. We'll make that happen. Well, they lost last week. That was a demoralizing loss, especially the way they lost at home to the Cincinnati Bengals last week. Yep, absolutely. We will see a pick a matchup between Denver and the Las Vegas Raiders. We'll be back with more in just a moment on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.